What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Mongols brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. I'm Mike. With me is Kevin Josh. The Hounds got a massive win in front of a sold-out crowd this weekend. Josh, go ahead. Do your thing. I feel like it's been it's It's been been a legit month. Yeah. (laughs) At least a month. Was that even on the last podcast where we even won? Did I skip that one? You may can't remember. Yeah. Who could be two months? Yeah. Gentlemen, what is going on? I, I was here last week. I feel like I missed so much because of uh, high school soccer. High school soccer is now done. So I'm now here for all the fun that I missed. God. You guys did a Wait, good show last it. week. I, I always forget. Like I assumed you missed all this for like Boy Scouts stuff or whatever. No, no, no. This was all this was all high school soccer. So like gotcha. for whatever. So growing up, we grew up in Penn Hills. We played teams like plum and gateway and murraysville that were like 10 minutes away out here we play teams like charleroi and bethlin that are all like an hour and a half away so like when we go to games we go to games and it's literally like a three-hour round trip to get to and from i was watching some premier league game a few weekends ago and we're like, oh, these teams are like half hour away. I'm like, these professionals travel less distance than our high school teams do. It's crazy. <laughs> so, no, I'm glad it was a fun season. I am glad to like close that chapter and now move forward with being able to talk about hounds and get into Halloween and the holiday seasons and all of that before we get into spring sports. So, yes. Yeah. Good show last week, though. Kev, how was your weekend? Uh, it's good. Um, just trying to soak in as much uh, autumn activity as we can right now. Um, made it somewhat close to the Smokies this past weekend. Going to venture in further uh, this weekend. So, um, yeah, that and, you know, I don't care about American football, but uh, it was a pretty big weekend in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, I guess the Tennessee football, the UT University of Tennessee beat Georgia. No. Alabama, and that was a big thing. I don't um, think either of us care, Kev. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> so you know, like fireworks but, but you did and everything. Say and... You did say something that made me think, Josh. Do you say autumn or fall? I usually say fall. I say fall too. Kev, you said autumn. Okay, so I, I'm I'm trying to make a concentrated effort to say autumn, just because. I think it's nice. I think naturally I say fall because like all my life I've said fall, but oh man, this is no one wants to hear this, but I've started and I'm going to finish this. But like (laughs) fall is the, well, that's not true. Uh, But like, I don't know. Fall isn't, you can like, that's another word that gets used a lot in the English language. And like autumn is very, autumn is unique. It's like when you say autumn, you only mean autumn. When you say fall, you can mean other things too. So and I think it just sounds nicer. You know, one of my favorite songs is like Autumn in New York. One, you know, Ella Fitzgerald and Billie Holiday and Autumn, Autumn. Autumn. So I, I like. I like Autumn. Can we go back to talking about college football? <laughs> <laughs> Are those my options? <laughs> Oy vey. Um, this is what happens when you ask me how my weekend was and I actually answer. And like, this is why usually I'm just. No, 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 no. I asked, I I asked Josh if he says autumn or fall and you interjected with your thesis on why (laughs) autumn sounds more magical than fall. So that's on you, bro. (laughs) Josh, um, how was your weekend? good i mean obviously the the game happened so that took mm-hmm. up most of my time and we did the player of the year award so that was also like you know a, a big thing that we do every year and getting that ready and then unfortunately liz got sick so it's also been having you know a sick person in the house like okay we gotta get this taken care of get orange juice all the drugs <laughs> and all that so so far though i feel fine so do you guys do the uh, emergency, like the vitamin C packets of stuff that like you mix in water? Uh, we did orange juice. That's like the same thing. 
<laughs> sort of kind of when years ago when i worked on a film crew that came through pittsburgh the people that came in from la like they could not get sick so they would send me to cvs to get emergency which i'd never heard of before but it's literally emergent and then letter c it's these packets that you like pour in water stir it up i've been like having a glass a day because especially with what we did this weekend i was like i know i'm gonna get sick and it's gonna kill me and that's gonna be the end of it um yeah this weekend, unfortunately, I did I don't not know watch. If that works, by the way. Well, so here's the thing: it's supposed to be like a thousand percent of your vitamin C. At a certain point, there's like diminishing returns. Like you can only get so much percentage, and it'll do something, and then your body's gonna be like, "Nope, got too much. Just like pee it out," and like yeah. that's where it goes. And so I don't, I haven't done the study on like what those numbers are, but psychologically i'm like this tastes good and makes me feel better and like, so placebo effect i feel placebo effect real yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but yeah this weekend uh i did not watch the game which in some regards make me feel like a terrible fan but i also missed a wedding on sunday because of like what was going on this weekend so i'm just a terrible person all around uh, this yes, weekend you was for, glad you finally yeah. uh, realized that, Mike. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I listen. Everybody knows this. Um, this weekend was Fort Ligonier days, and it was all over the news. And Andrew Stocky and Mike Clark and a bunch of people were out here filming like all day. But uh, as I've mentioned before, for the past however many years, our scout troop has a food booth right on the diamond, and I was basically I took Thursday and Friday off to like set up and then basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday was there back and forth all day working. And so I wanted to watch the game. I literally fell asleep. And then today with work, we've been like interviewing people for new position. I had zero time. I watched the highlights. The game looked amazing. I immediately wanted to run out and like buy a uniform because the team actually looked fun again, which that's like a huge conversation across multiple teams that I follow where it's just, if you're watching some of these teams on TV, like why even watch? Like they're not fun to watch. The past five games, not really fun to watch. This game looked legitimately fun. So I am going to lean on you guys. There's a few things I'm going to say right off the bat. So obviously, Hounds win three to one, and it wasn't against you know the New York Red Bulls, as you guys pointed out, that have what a negative 51 goal differential or whatever it is. It's against a, an Oakland team that needed the points. That too. <laughs> it probably is higher than that. It was against an Oakland team that needed the points. We got goals from Toby Sims, Ciceroni, and Kenny. This was our first win in five games. Prior to that, we had three draws, two losses. Um, so guys, what did I miss? Like, instead of just thoughts, like, Tell me why I should go back and watch this game. What happened? Josh, you were there. What happened? Well, speaking of missing, I just want to tell my little quick story here. So I uh, missed the first goal that's actually I missed the first two goals because I missed their goal. And then I missed our first goal because of me running around trying to get stuff figured out for play of the year and that kind of stuff. I didn't know they scored that Oakland scored because I was even like I was up in the club section of the uh what do you call it of uh, the stadium and was like trying to like figure out logistics for like, do we have a mic for the player of the year? Do we have a camera? Blah, blah. Are we going to be on the scoreboard? I, so I, I didn't hear about that you, I just figured you were like schmoozing all the high rollers. Cause that's like your job <laughs> as president. You just go and glad hand the Mark Maddens and you know, the, the Bob Pompeyanis of the world. No, no, no. But like, no. So, like I didn't hear the goal happen. Cause obviously when they score, the stands don't erupt. But then I went and like, you know, hung out in the section, was doing the chanting and and watching the game, having a good time. And right before halftime, I'm like, I want a beer. And this is like a sold out crowd. And this like the, the lines are huge. So I'm going to go right now to try to beat the rush. So that way I'm not like waiting in a long, long line. And I hear the crowd erupt. I'm like, sweet, we're winning one zero. And I, I wanted to see who scored. So I checked my phone. And I it, foot mob hadn't updated yet. And it just said one zero the other way around. I'm like, foot mob's drunk. Like we scored nothing. I'm like, I heard this <laughs> cheering. Like, obviously we scored. And I'm like, I'm refreshing the screen, waiting for it to like fix. And then and then finally it says one one. I'm like, oh man, did they score? <laughs> I thought we were winning, <laughs> but we were not. But yeah, uh, the game was 
awesome. I mean, it was a sold out crowd. It was just rocking in the stadium and it was a nice night and the team was fun to watch. Like you were saying, like it was actually a blast. We got, uh, we, I don't know if you would call it chastised by the ref or just, we got the ref to acknowledge our existence, which is always fun. Getting the keeper to acknowledge our existence. That's, that's pretty easy sometimes, but getting the ref to actually look at us and like disagree with our chant. (laughs) It was right after Dequa. I think it was, uh, got fouled in the box and he went down and they didn't call it a foul. Um, it was in the first half, but anyway, we all started chanting. I think like, you don't know what you're doing to the ref. Cause he was over by us, like checking on Deke to make sure he was okay. And Deke looked like he was okay. So we just started picking on the ref and the ref just looked up at us, goes, yes, I do. It's <laughs> <was> like <laughs> wrong move, buddy. <laughs> oh, never, never feed the animals. Like don't acknowledge them. So the chance got much worse after that uh, <laughs> while he was over there. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it was a fun game. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. You, Kev, you, missed, a hell, uh... you missed a hell of a goal by Oakland too. I watched three I mean, was... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, you know, biased sample size and everything, but like, I feel like so many teams score their like goal of the season against us. Like, you know, it's that, you know, going back to the, what, the chart of hopes and dreams or whatever, like that XG on that chance had to have been like 0.02. <laughs> like, it was just. So yeah, I mean it it was a great goal, but my god, like come on. That's that was ridiculous. I also, well, watching back over the highlights, I also felt like Kenny could have done more in that situation. It's the highlights, but when you're taking a corner kick, the ball is going to go one of a few places. There was clearly a guy hanging out. It took its time getting it to him. And Kenny sort of like ran up to it. He could have slid the ball away. Like there could have been multiple ways that ball was played. So the guy never got the shot off. So not dogging on Kenny because I know he scored later and, you know, it was a great goal too. But yeah. I mean, there's always an argument. If it's a set piece, those shouldn't be goals. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, you know exactly what you're getting yourself in. It's not like, you know, they surprise us with a, you know, a turnover real fast or anything like that. It's like, no, you know, they're going towards goal. You have your defenders, you have your people that you're supposed to be marking, your attackers. And like, when another team scores on a set piece, you're kind of like, really? Like, you didn't have that closed down? But it was a good goal. I mean, it was outside the box. So you can't say it was just like bouncing around the box or anything like that. And Danny Griffin at center back. How did that work out? I mean, that was interesting. I, I mean, I was, I, I think I probably brought it up um, in the basketball podcast, but I, I don't, and I don't know why. I feel like last time I brought it up, I was probably just like searching for some thing to say, and, and I said it. But I was like, I was like, okay, so like this is this is our system and our formation and our like lineup from here on out. Right? That was last week. That was last and week. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I heard I, it. We're like, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like, and then you know, he comes out with five four one with Griffin playing the Vonky Azio role and Kelly Rosales and uh Toby Sims and you know, and it's, it's like okay. <laughs> like, I was not expecting <laughs> not expecting that from Bob. Uh but um yeah, I mean I you, look, I, I think I think it it worked in the sense that I think we tend to lack a little bit of leadership in the defensive line. And I think Griffin kind of brings it there. Um, So, yeah, I mean, whether or not I want to see this kind of moving forward, you know, when the chips are down and it's, you know, a playoff game against Birmingham, I don't know if I want to see Griffin in the middle of a three, you know, three center back pairing or a back five or whatever. Um, But if this was like, you know, the first game of the season we're going to the second game yeah sure like let it let it run i'm just i'm just it's too early for me to call anything and and but yeah no i thought it was i thought it was really interesting i will say this um making parallels to you know what's going on over in europe i think a lot of people here know that i follow aston villa there's a lot of talk around steven stevie g and 
the frustration is that you know exactly what he's going to do every single game. It's going to be like, we're going to set up defensively and then hope for some magic up top. That's not Lily. Like Stevie's plan is to just like set up and hope the players do something. Literally, he just keeps saying like he's hoping for this spark of magic. Every game, Lily's coming in and trying to figure out how to beat the other team and putting a system in place to try to make that happen. Doesn't always pay off. The past five weeks, it hasn't paid off. And I think that there's other things that go into that, obviously, like belief and confidence and things like that. And for whatever reason, the mix was right this week that we got the win. And so I think there's going to be a lot of questions asked of Lily, depending upon how long our postseason run is, considering our run of form of late. But at least you can say that he's not going into a game doing the exact same thing every single week and just hoping that it works. He's trying to figure out how to beat the other team in ways that other managers don't necessarily do, even at the highest level. So you got to kind of give him credit for that. I think there's an um, argument of potentially over tinkering too, though. And, you know, I, I like everything in life that's a balance. And I think sometimes it can be, it could feel a little imbalanced and Lily's trying to control everything and that can have negative effects as well. Obviously it's hard to say that after a three, one win <laughs> performed in the way that we performed. So, but yeah, I was going to say if it's, if the team's not working, you, you, you should be tinkering. If the team's working, maybe don't tinker as much. And this was definitely a situation where something needed to change. Uh, having Sims come in, I was super surprised by that. I didn't expect it. I don't know if it was what caused the change, if it was tactical or necessity or just the way he looked during practice this, this week, like how it worked out. Uh, it's also his birthday. I'm not saying he was on because it's his birthday. I'm just saying I don't, I don't think Bob's a sentimental guy. I don't think he would start someone just because it's their birthday. But getting that goal during your birthday week. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I think, Listen, I mean, there, I think Toby, Toby Sims deserves to start every game now, if only just for the celebrations. Um, I think he needs to be there. <laughs> On point, man. It is. You know, it was great. What a, what a celebration. I'm trying to think of a game this season where I've been like, Toby Sims was the weak link. Like, I when he's yeah. in, he's making a difference. In what, at one point, we, paid, we played him almost as part of a front three. And he was like putting pressure and making things happen. So that's one of those ones where it's a, you know, when you're trying to compare, do you start Toby Sims or Alex Dixon? Like then you're, or, you're or Kelly Rosales in, in the past. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, well, I don't know, but, but I, mean, I can't say many times when Sims has put a foot wrong. And so that will be something interesting to watch, you know, this upcoming weekend and hopefully the weekend after that, but we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. Um, guys, we talked a few weeks ago. There was a question that came in mid-game of somebody saying, why is Robbie Mertz starting every game? Because he's our weakest link. At least in the highlights, I mean, he got the assist on Cicerone's goal. He had the little heel flick to Cicerone for Sims's goal. He looked decent. Did he look okay the rest of the game? Josh, what, what did you see on the field? Yeah, I think he looked great. I mean, it was definitely still a situation where you're – I'm used to him being like from seasons past, not from this season, but like yeah. thinking that he's going to be involved in a lot of the play and kind of like a nuisance to everyone on the field. I didn't really feel that way. Uh, haven't at all this season, but I mean, I had no complaints about him this game. At least I can remember. Kevin, do you remember? Yeah, same. Yeah. No, I mean, or I, th anything? I think Mertz has, I think Mertz, his, kind of this is an exaggeration i can't find the words so i'm just going to power through but like his worst game you're still going to get a good effort out of him like he like i think there are times where players will have their you know will have a bad game and they just go missing for huge portions of the game they aren't you know they don't look like they're putting a shift in or anything like I always, I'm always confident Mertz is going to close down the players that he needs to close down. Um, he'll make the runs to open up space for other people. He'll try to make runs to get on the end of balls for himself and like at, at his weakest point. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I think there, ha I had higher expectations when Mertz came in uh, mid season. I thought he'd probably get more goals. I thought he, you know, 
have a bigger impact in chance creation and, and things like that. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, there's no chance he's not starting against Birmingham. Um, no, I, I, I think he's a, he's a, he's a good player for us. And based on the highlights, it looked like Dequa probably should have had two, three. Goals I want to ask or... about that. Yeah. So like, and, and this is Mike, something that you can even comment on. So when he goes in one-on-one, like at the start of the second half or something, I, this is going to sound harsh because it, it's not, this isn't just a comment on Dequa. I think this is a comment on a lot of our players. I had zero confidence that that was going in. I was like, there's no chance. Like by, by the time, cause this was never going to be a one, a pure one-on-one by the time he was going to like put his foot through the ball, he was going to have a player kind of on his hip and the keeper was going to come out and blah, 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 blah. I just, I, I feel like we don't have great finishers in this team. And I just, I, or, and Deke has speed. I mean, he, he tried to break away from him, but obviously he has the ball and he eventually gets closed down. I, there, I was like, there's no chance this is going in. Did, did you guys feel it, different? The the faint, I think, is what threw him off. I think he tried. The, the announcers were like, oh, he tripped on the ball or something. He didn't trip on the ball. He was trying to fake out the goalie by making it look like he was going to shoot and then keep dribbling, and that gave the defender enough time to close him down and disrupt him just enough to not get the shot where he wanted it to be. So it was a great run, but, Kev, to your point, you know, I think I said something similar a few weeks ago where it's just you get in on those. I think the only player that I've said all season that if they're in, in a situation like that, that I have like a 75% confidence they're scoring is Ciceroni. Nobody else really gives me that level of confidence, at least not at this level. So, Josh, did you feel any differently? I mean, especially watching the replay, I it it looks like he has all the time in the, that he would need not all the time in the world, but he, all the time he would need to, to make that shot. And like, it is really frustrating that he wasn't able to, it sucks. It, it you can tell he wanted it. And like it, that breakaway was beautiful. Just watching him like just mm-hmm. blow past the defenders, it just like miles of space. And then, yeah, like you were saying, Kevin, when he starts dribbling the ball, you're, you're with the ball. So you're going to get, you know, a little bit slower, but yeah, I, it was a really cool moment. And yeah, Feel like he could have done it though. Like I, I, I wasn't like even in the moment. I wasn't like, oh, there's probably not a good chance here. It was like, it looked like he should have had that, right? Well, I mean, and like, and it, like I said, it's not just Dequa. I mean, Ciceroni. I think early, earlier in the first half, some time he kind of had a one on one. It was at the end of a nice play. I think it made it to the highlights of the mm-hmm. of the YouTube package. And Ciceroni. I mean, he wasn't like right in the middle of the goal. <laughs> he was kind of coming in package. on an angle. Um, I don't know what else do you say. Yeah, uh, it's like you're in the media yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, he didn't he didn't put it away either. I mean, look, and I'm not saying you need to slot away every you know semi semi one on one chance you have with the keeper. But um, yeah, so it, it's not just a deco thing. But I just I thought I was like, yeah, there's no chance. What else? Um, what. What else from this game did you guys want to talk about? I mean, I, great goals. I mean, yeah. you know, like it's we 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 moved the ball really well. Um, you know, we we were aggressive. I think on Cicerone's header um, before you know coming on air, went back and looked at the highlights. I, I counted five people in the box. You know, from the from the cross coming in five people were in the box and it's like that like that has not been the case for a lot for large portions of the season for us um you know if if Cicerone's on the end of it i think someone's behind uh, someone else is right behind him waiting for a header as well um you know we were we were brave you know we committed numbers we we played with flair and confidence when we really didn't have any right to like like we shouldn't have been coming into this game confident at all but um yeah, I mean, we we looked energized. We looked good. Just just some really good goals. Is that the problem with this team, though? I mean, we, we've said this for a while now that position by position, there aren't a ton of upgrades that you could make to this team, and that it very it really much was confidence. Is this is this just a game where it's last game of the regular season? We're at home. 
the mayor is there. It's a sold out crowd. Like, it, was this all mental that like the guys just needed like a, a quick, you know, throw the switch on and, and suddenly they're there. I mean, Josh, you were there. Could you feel like the, before the energy before Josh answers? I mean, I think for like in, in my, you know, armchair view, <laughs> I think so. Like, I, I think sometimes you just need a catalyst to kind of kick you out of your funk. And a lot of times I feel like with, with this team who have gone on stretches over the course of the season of not performing well, and then just turning a corner, I think a lot of the times it can be just situationally you get in your head and you get in a funk and you can't get out of it. And, you know, everything that you just said, Mike, it could have been it. I mean, so yeah, I, I don't think this was ever it. This team wasn't struggling because it necessarily had a lack of quality um so yeah i don't know i said a lot of words there and i feel like i might have said nothing but yes josh so like what i'm kind of worried about and what i feel like this team has always suffered from even though we've had obviously personnel change throughout the last couple years is when the pressure's on they break and that like this game there wasn't really pressure for this game. This game was last game of the season. You're already in the playoffs. You can't get a home playoff advantage. You're just playing a game. Like, yeah, fifth place is a lot better than sixth place as far as who you're playing against. But all in all, it's not that big of a difference. So, like, the pressure wasn't there on this game. And they looked like they had fun. And they were playing great. And it just it clicked. And I'm worried because seasons pass. We get to the playoffs and the pressure. This team doesn't seem to do good in that pressured moment. And it's weird because it's not like they're the same players. You know what I mean? Like three years ago, how many of these players were there? Like it's it's not exactly like the same team. Um, but it's just something about the Hounds. You get to the playoffs and it's suddenly like the pressure's there and you don't show up. And I'm worried about that this season because this or this playoffs because this season we've seen that where, you know, the pressure's there and the games where you really, really need them to win to get a home playoff game to, you know, that kind of stuff. Like they don't. So I'm worried about them making a, a deep run in the playoffs. Now we'll talk about the next game coming up, but I'm not really worried about that game as much. Maybe I should be. <laughs> <laughs> interesting but i mean i think that's a very astute observation that when maybe the issue has been the past you know five or six games that there's just been too much pressure on this team to get out of the funk that we finally got to this last game and there was nothing to play for the pressure was off it was like look it's gonna be and maybe maybe that was the maybe that was lily's strategy in the locker room was like, guys, this is it. Like, go have fun. I'm not, we're not overcoaching this game. It's gonna be here's the lineup and just go do well. I know Josh, Josh is making a face. I, <laughs> I to say, like, listen, like, I think there's like six or seven notches Lily could bring it down and he'd still be above the level of most other coaches. But like, if he just knocks it back a little bit, then maybe there, maybe that's what it was, was just relax. There's nothing to lose. Go have fun. So I'm just like, imagine Lily saying, just have fun. I, I <laughs> never, never in my life. I could see Lily talking to the locker room and be like, you know what, guys, just go out there and have fun. No way. <laughs> They're all like, thanks, uh, Uncle Bob. Take everything we practice in the week. Throw it out the window. Just go out there and yourself. just have fun, guys. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Um <laughs> Yeah. So quick note too, um, before we move on to, I, I thought it was funny in Forbes's goal, um, which, you know, well struck everything, you know, great that Forbes gets his goal. Um, I thought it was hilarious. You know, like time stood still. Like when the, when the ball just opened up there, it looked like all of the Oakland players were just like, ah, oh, no. Like I'm I was not- say, time did still stand still. Oakland stood still. Like yeah, yeah. it was like uh, both defenders looked. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> just let them take the hit. I was just like, what are they doing? They didn't even like try to like dive in front of it or like even pretend like they had an opportunity. They just both looked like, ah, crap. <laughs> 
literally. Yeah, I mean, the ball great. rolls out to Kenny, and he gets a free shot from like eight yards out. Like there was nobody that like they might as well be. You, you, like, you don't get that in practice. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that in practice, let alone in games. It's just yeah. It's crazy. I will say. I mean, you know, like like Cicerone did his wave to the crowd. Now Cicerone and Forbes can take lessons from Toby on how to celebrate. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, that was a strong celebration. Uh, oh, to be young in uh, in soccer slash football. Um, what you're saying? You couldn't you couldn't celebrate, Mike? You got some like hip issues and, and <laughs> couldn't. Uh... Well, yes, yes, I do. Um, I'm listen. You're still young enough that you can get like get that dream in your head. Still, like I could probably still go do it. I'm not as right. you know. I'm I'm not as old as some of these guys. I still got Ashley Young. That's like my holdout. He's he's basically the same age as me, and he's playing in the Premier League. So I'm like, I can still do it. I know I can. Yourself, it's, Mike. It, it's well, yeah, it's well past my time. Storino, who uh, filled in for Liz on the full ninety, apparently was playing ball with some kids while doing the full ninety, <laughs> and I'd probably break my ankle trying to do that. So kudos to him. I love Serena's reaction. Am I still recording? Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, regardless, massive win. Uh, tons of fans of the stands. The mayor was there. Great PR for the team. I think it's a, if you're looking for a push heading into the playoffs, it doesn't get much better than that. So, you want to take that and run with it. If we look at the uh, the final table, guys, which it's kind of hard to believe. I, it, and we always get to this point in the season where we're like talking about the playoffs. I'm like, wow, we just went through 34 games. How did we get here? And yet here we are. The Hounds finished fifth overall um, with Miami and Detroit behind us in the playoffs. And you have Louisville, Memphis, Tampa, and Birmingham above us in the playoffs. We ended with 57 points, um, 16 nine and nine we won almost 50 percent of the games we played we averaged 1.1 goals against per game which isn't awful we got this is interesting we got 50 goals this season 49 of them were from inside the box so uh birmingham just stack the box and there you go um and danny griffin rightly got player of the year josh do you want to I, I enjoyed the picture. That Rightly, Steve according shared. to you, apparently. But yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> listen, listen. How many times we said in this during this season that everyone played like crap except for Danny Griffin? Like that's that was the you've right said call. that a lot. Yeah, that's right. That, <laughs> are you are you yeah, bucking the trend like always here? Are you are you deciding to be contrite and go with something else? Look, I haven't Can given it considerable time, considerable considerable amount of thinking time, but. I wouldn't have given it to Danny Griffin. There's one of two players it could have been. Danny Griffin or Albert Dequa. Those are the only players it could have been. There was a lot of people arguing for Cicerone, but I was like, mm, he one, he won it last year, so no. But two. <laughs> yeah, there's like a trend. You guys don't really... Has there been a player that's won it twice in a row? I don't, I don't think so. No, no, there hasn't. I yeah, mean, I to be honest, though, for, for many years, it wasn't like there was that many returning players right con consistently like right you, you had your core and that was pretty much it no i think that i think that ciceroni is a fair shout but i also think that in a lot of the games where we played like crap the person putting in the effort up top was always dequa so i think that's it you know nine times out of ten if you're gonna ask me what players are gonna go up and play even if we're down, down for nothing it's gonna be danny griffin and albert dequa and they're just not gonna stop so that's why. Kev, out of those two, who would you pick? Mike, I'm saying, well, look, we're outside forgetting those two. Outside of we're forgetting two. that the uh, great Shane Wheat had like a 50% chance conversion well, rate. True. So, like, yeah, you know, I mean, best striker on our team <laughs> as well as one of the best defenders. So, uh, yeah. You can't, okay. you can't pin anyway. me down to answer this question. Yeah. That was easy. Josh, you guys, Josh, you guys weren't able to get a picture of Griffin without his eyes closed? We did. It's on our Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's on our Instagram. Yeah, we had two pictures in. Uh, accidentally got the the one with the eyes closed. Uh, the one posted. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it, it wasn't even that close of a vote, believe it or not. Like I I thought this year was going to be kind of hard for people to kind of point to one player. 
not because the team, you know, was awful or anything like that, just because there was a lot of the victories were, you know, team led. It wasn't individually led. Uh, so it was kind of hard to think like who would be that one player who really stood out amongst all of them. And, uh, apparently most people believed it was yeah Griffin and, uh, I wouldn't say he like ran away with it, but he definitely had a majority uh, more votes than I thought would be like, I thought this could be a lot closer this year. And he, he kind of did run away with it. Who'd you vote for Josh? Griffin. Oh, see there. Yeah. Two out of three Mongols hosts <laughs> choose Danny Griffin. That should be like his little tagline now on yeah. Twitter. The friend other one friend of the show, anyone. Danny Griffin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other one doesn't right. choose anyone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like two and a half votes because you yeah. could just claim it because you didn't pick anybody. Yeah. So um congrats, wait, Danny. Wait until the end of season recap, okay? Just <laughs> we got a lot to talk about there. We're gonna we're gonna table that whole thing because yeah. there's yeah, we got a lot to talk about this offseason, but we'll get there. Guys, let's look at the playoff picture. Here All we right. are. So um, our Mongols logo is covering up Memphis exactly as it should. So that's good. Um, on the Eastern side, Louisville gets a bye. So they're automatically into the conference semifinals. Memphis is playing, uh, wait, what? No, wait, what? Yes. Memphis is playing Detroit. Sorry. I questioned myself there. Uh, Tampa is playing Miami and we are playing Birmingham. Those first two matches are on Saturday. So really come Sunday, we will know who we'd be playing in the next round, assuming that we win, which we're not going to take that assumption lightly. The interesting thing is, is that uh, the Steel Army retweeted something that I think was the USL show put together or something showing the rankings. The odds of us getting a home playoff match are not completely out of the picture. Um, there, We are above Miami and Detroit in the standings. So, if something crazy happens, if Detroit beats Tampa and then Detroit beats Louisville and we end up making it to the conference final, the conference final will be held at Highmark Stadium. Um, that might be... Mike, what do you put the odds of that happening? <laughs> Look, the other the other option is that Miami beats Tampa and we beat Birmingham and then we play Miami. So, like, there's, there's a shot that that actually happens. Um, not this round, obviously, because we got to go to Birmingham, but the next round. So regardless, we get Birmingham October 23rd, which is Sunday. Um, that is saying 5 p.m. I don't know what time zone they're talking about, because I think what time does the watch party start on Sunday, it's, Josh? It's, that's... So there's a lot of confusion because of Eastern time and Central time and blah, blah. It's 6 p.m. Our time. The game starts it's... at 6 p.m. our time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is not. And that's when the watch party is. Yes. We have a watch yes. party at Bulldog at six. So last time we played Birmingham, we lost to them two to one. That was fairly recently. Um, we also beat them one nothing earlier this season. Star, I mean, when you look at statistically this year, we're basically the same teams and across all categories. Like some's a little up, some's a little down. Across the board, we're pretty much the same teams. Star wise, if you shut down, uh, Enzo Martinez and Juan Agadello, you can call it a day, pack it up, because they're not really getting anything from anybody else. We didn't do that the last time we played them. Enzo broke free, and I think Juan got the the third goal? Second, second goal. He had one waved off, and then I think he got the second goal. So shut them down. Lily can do some of his magic. Make it happen. Done and done. Piece Make it sound so easy, Mike. Yeah. It's so easy. But what is interesting is we do have a lot of postseason history with these te- with this team. Last year, we were supposed to play them in the first round of the playoffs. We forfeited due to COVID. So we were supposed to go there. I can't. Uh, okay. I was going to say, I can't remember if it was supposed to be in Birmingham. or It was in Birmingham because there was a lot of strife about the fact that like they worked so hard to get a home playoff match. And then we were just like, laters. And they couldn't get the ticket sales. They couldn't get anything. So yeah, there was that. So this is like a rematch from last year. In 2019... We beat them 7 nothing in the first round of the playoffs in a game that my youngest son cried for Birmingham because he felt bad for them because how bad we were beating on them. So, like, <laughs> there's history here. Um, gentlemen. Look, I know I'm going to catch flack for this, too, as a quick digression, but you just mentioned in 2019 when we beat Birmingham 7-0. Um, I, I I can't help but add a little note of admiration. Um 
Louisville finishes top of the conference again. The last time they didn't finish top of their conference or group when everything was all weird and was when we finished top of the Eastern Conference in, in 2019. Louisville has been consistent and dominant, and uh, they did it again. So I'm again, not going to say like, congratulations gonna, to them, gonna, but I'm just home. saying, once again, that's the bar, right? Like, that's the bar we have to try to get to. I'd like, like, now that we're, like, video, I'd like, like, a video white thing to, like, push <laughs> that to the side. Just whoosh. Yeah. So you can take him off the screen. You know that, right? You have the technology. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot that I can't do that, by the way. It's not quite it's like, the swipe, but you can totally be God, like, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you have a voice, not a face now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will say what I took from that whole speech was the only people who can take down the mighty Louie is the hounds. <laughs> there you go. Listen, I... Let's do this. I wasn't gonna. We were. I did not have this on the schedule. Let's let's look at the. Oh, no. I'm gonna put up the table one more time. Yeah. Oh no, we're not gonna do full blown prediction, but looking at, let's just say who makes it to the conference final in the East for you. So at the top half. Well, no, we can't even do top half because it's based on seating. So we can't even do that. So yeah. what two teams do you think make it out of the East, Kev? I mean, I'll, you know, I'll say us because obviously, um, but uh, yeah, I'd say us and Louisville. Josh? I mean, I'm going to say us too. <laughs> and that only leaves Louisville. I, although Tampa is interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I don't rate Memphis as high as I probably should, but I just kind of blew right past them, <laughs> even though they're the, the second best team in the East. I, I still think Tampa is better than they are. Uh, eh, but yeah, I I could see it being us and Louis. I think the trick is going to be that, assuming that we beat Birmingham, if all of the other seeds sort of shake out the way you expect, if Tampa beats Miami, if Memphis beats Detroit, you now have Louisville, Tampa, Memphis, and us. In which case, we would play Louisville in the conference semifinals, which means that both of us aren't going to make it to the final. And this is all, this is not shooting down what you guys are saying. This is just me like talking through this. So in that scenario, it would be us versus Louie and Tampa versus Memphis, in which case, oh man. I mean, we've gone to Louisville and ruined their party before. And the fact that Louisville came to us and we were able to eke out a nil-nil draw when we'd be playing awful. Granted, they were on like that multi-game stretch and they were tired and yada, yada. You know, Louisville also get a bye. So they get a week off. They might come in a little bit cold. We might come in a little bit hungry. I could see the conference finals being us in Tampa, in Tampa, which would be kind of crazy. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. What, what do you think the conference finals will be? What two teams do you think are going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, be interested to hear what everybody thinks. Um, guys, that sort of segues into something. I want to get score predictions here for a second. I was thinking about this. I think next year, I was listening to you guys do the show last week. And I've been listening to other podcasts that cover soccer and all of that. And I was trying to figure out a way to get people or allow people to be more engaged and um, feel like they're more involved on a week to week basis. And I thought it could be good next year if we had basically anybody that's in our Twitter circle is able to participate and we have a competition to see who can get the most points picking Hounds outcomes all season long. And the winner wins something like a hundred bucks at the end of the season. So the way it works is this. Whoa, if you get real this, money. All right. I'm saying real money. Yeah, yeah, listen, 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 listen. That's part of the whole Twitter circle thing. So if you get the score right, you get three points. If you get the result right, you get two. So win, lose, or draw. And if you get none of those right, you get zero. And so every week, we just like keep tabs on who's doing what. And we do updates every week of like who did what. So when we get on the show, 
we can't give these BS predictions of like seven, nothing hells. Like we have to like <laughs> actually think about it and be like, are we going to beat Tampa? Because there's like real money on the line and we're giving like real, uh, you know, actual, listen, part of this show is that we support the hounds. And so we're going to be positive and we're going to support the team. We're not shills for the team. We have people from the team on, but our role is very much to just be fans talking about the team. But at the same time, I think it's good to be realistic about like where the team is and give people a realistic sense of every week. It's the three of us coming on here saying, oh, the Hounds are going to win. The Hounds are going to win. The Hounds are going to win. <laughs> so with that in mind, we're not doing it this season. We'll start it next season. But Josh. <laughs> yes, one game. If you get it right, 100 bucks. Score here prediction. We go. 100 <laughs> Uh, well, first off, I think it should be three points if you guess the right score in one point if you guess the right outcome because it's oh, that's soccer. What did, I, what did I say? Two. You said two points. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. soccer. Why wouldn't it be three yeah, and yeah. then one? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Oh, Liz literally just said that in the chat. My yeah, <laughs> Liz Liz totally called that out. So thank you, Liz, for, for jumping on that. And then she followed it up by calling you a copycat. So yeah, fair enough. Three, one, fair and zero. So okay. Josh, give me a score prediction for this game. What do you think it's going to be? Playoff games are always so freaking tough because no one really wants to get out of their half. You know what I mean? Like it always feels like everyone's just more scared about getting scored on than they are, uh, you know, about scoring. Like they don't take the charge. So it, it low scoring is what I would have to say. I know last time we beat Birmingham, it was seven nothing in the playoffs. But in general, it's usually low scoring. Uh, with that in mind, I think. It's not going to be the boring two to one. I don't think it will be that. I think it will be closer to like one zero hounds. One oh hounds. Kev, yeah. what do you think? <sighs> I don't know. Kevin's doing the thinking man right now where he's just like sitting there, just like holding. For, I'm totally. I don't have my up, hand up anywhere. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I'm trying to paint a picture because you're not talking. This is dead <laughs> air, Kev. That's right. Hey, I don't have to do that now. I'm not the host. This is, this while, is while, you're, while you're, you know, control me, Mike. Come on. While, while you're <laughs> contemplating, you know, the, the beautifulness of autumn, Liz went out and said three, two hounds, pure chaos. So, Kev. I don't know, because like I want to say one nil, but I just don't see this being one nil at all. Like I like, but I also don't see like any other scoreline. So I don't know. I, like, well, um, it it could go to PKs. That's a possibility. I, then I'm probably gonna say PKs. I'm gonna say one. It's gonna end one one, and it's gonna go to PKs, and we'll win on PKs. I mean, I, that is very possible, actually. Like uh, that's not a bad a bad assumption, especially because. Hounds getting a clean sheet isn't the the best. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's gonna uh, Isn't the, probably the most useful guess. So yeah, I could totally see what you're saying happen. Was it Birmingham in 2018 that we lost to on PKs? I forget who the team was, and I forget who the defender was that that's passed the ball off the outside of the post, and we lost in PKs. You're talking about Lee, I believe. It was Lee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but I forget yeah. who that was. Was it Blue? Right? I can't remember. I, yeah. I feel like it was because I felt like the seven nothing win was like all the more like punctuation <laughs> on things. Yeah, but maybe not. Interesting. Um, okay, so J Kev, you said Hounds went on PKs. Yeah, Josh, one, one, you said one, one nothing. One. Liz said three two Hounds, pure chaos. I could see. Whatever magic Lily pulled out this game to like ease our our stress levels, whatever it was, if he could do that again, all the pressures on Birmingham. Birmingham, the higher seed. Birmingham is at home. Birmingham is expected to win, so they are the ones that need to show up and perform. What? I know so you're going to say you see this both ways. No, no I, I was going to say you're going to suggest a playoff game. There's no pressure on us. <laughs> Listen, considering the last five <laughs> games, we shouldn't have been here. Like every game at this point is a gift. Like just go play. And like Lily could point to this game and be like, we, you know, Oakland needed these points and we made fools of them on the field. 
go play your it can be done. He has something to point to recently. So I, I don't so know. I was gonna say, oh, I, see. I was gonna say two to one Hounds, but I don't believe. I was gonna say two, where the Hounds go up two nothing, and then Birmingham score with like fifteen minutes left to make it two one, and then we just like panic. But in that scenario, I don't trust us to hold on to that game. So I don't <laughs> think that's. I don't think that's what happens. I think that. I think out of all the things said so far, I agree with Liz the most. I, I can see this being a three two more than I can see this being a one nil. Or, I mean, going back to what you're saying, Mike, I mean, it, I could totally see us getting scored on pretty early, like, almost like a copycat of this game that just happened where we get scored on, and that kind of is what takes the pressure off because at that point you're like, well, crap, we, we're losing a playoff game. And, That's you know, true. we weren't seated true. high anyway and whatever. And that that a little bit of like, okay, well, the edge is off now. The, the worst has already happened. We got scored on. So let's just play. Uh, but, yeah. And, oh, by the way, it was Bethlehem Steel. Uh, was it best? I, I knew it yeah. started with a B. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I always forget about the theme still since they're not, you know. Uh, yeah, they're the worst. Um, I'm just gonna say two one hounds. I, I mean, my gut tells me it's it might actually be two one Birmingham, but again, like there's no money on the line, so I'm gonna say two one hounds, and that's that's what it's gonna be. And yeah, so that is what we think. Let us know what you think. Um, get down to Bulldogs on Sunday, starting at six. I am sure it will be a party. Josh, it made me think, did you ever send the shield to, why do you have to, why do you have to bring this up? On, on, <laughs> okay. On that's air? no, Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Wait, huh? <laughs> I was talking about Captain America shield. Did you have yeah, that yeah, in your yeah, office yeah. at one point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. 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 So there you go. Um, yeah. So get down to, to Bulldogs. Be loud. Um, because they can hear whether... you. That's right. We need the support. All right. Doesn't the fans matter. need. Dude, the listen. Support. Have you guys? Have you guys been watching? Uh, Welcome to Wrexham at all? I haven't. I really want to, but now I'm just good. It just finished, right? So I can just watch I think it all so. at once. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. yeah. That makes it better. There actually. was there was a scene where Rob McElhenney rented. Oh no, he owns a bar in Philadelphia, and so he had all of his friends come and watch a Wrexham game in Philadelphia. And Wrexham drew. It was like nil-nil. And Rob was so dejected by it. He was like, you know, but my friends were there. Like, it was basically like a loss. Like, he took it so hard. And it's just like, it doesn't, it, it's, you're supposed to be there. It's supposed to be a good time. No, they can't hear you. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> they'll know you're there in spirit. It's fine. So. I saw uh, what... Uh, Liz's comment saying Josh is going to be stressed the entire game or something like that. How do you guys think you're going to be in this game? I'm worse when I'm at the stadium, like watching the game live, I can kind of just turn away a little bit and just kind of like saddy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I just got like a picture of you and like, I know like not KFC, but just like all by myself playing in the background. It's just like, well, it's more like at a watch party. You're just like there. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to people, eat my turn pizza your back or on whatever. the TV. Yeah. yeah. Like just not make eye contact with the TV, <laughs> but at games, yeah. I am so bad. I remember one playoff game. I was pacing behind the stands, just back and forth. And like, every time I got to where the, you know, the stairs go where you can go up. I could see the field. So I'd like, would like walk by and look at the field. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, like when you're watching a scary movie and you still like, you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know if it ever catches me on, on the stream, but like you sometimes see me during like a, a corner kick or like a PK or something like that. If it's on our side, I'm like, ducked under the fence like <laughs> holding on to the bar like i don't want to like stand up i just like like, I, like i'm scared the ball's gonna hit me but yeah. really it's not that i just don't want to look all the way <laughs> so i'm just kind of like <laughs> on my knees almost just like kind of looking over the bar like okay let's see what happens here <laughs> kev i think i'm i'm like honestly i'm i don't know what i don't know if it's just been like everything that's happened over the past like personally everything that's happened over the past few weeks I feel zero pressure. So like I'm I'm looking forward to just kicking back and watching this game for what it is. And it, 
I, I not that I don't feel like we should be here in the first place, but midweek we were, you know, watching whether or not Birmingham would win in order to seal the fourth spot for them. And we sent out the meme of, you know, the Hounds made their bed. So this is kind of where we're at. The past five games have been crap. So I feel like every game from here on out is a gift. And who knows what's going to happen from there. We earned this spot earlier in the season. But if we just take this past month in like a microcosm, we shouldn't be here. And so just go and enjoy it. And if we win, great. If we don't, we had a great home game at, you know, the season finale. So I'm not, I'm not really stressing about this at all. Kev, how are you going to be? I I'm, I regret to say that I think I'm going to be much closer to Josh uh, than, than you, Mike. I think I'm going to be just tense and not enjoying it. And I just, I don't know. The reason why I bring it up is because like, this is a personal kind of thing that I want to kind of go through. It's like, I really want to change my outlook on like, watching sports like should be fun right it's like because you support this. liverpool that's why we've <laughs> talked about this yeah no I'm afraid like, to lose <laughs> yeah but like if if i can change my mentality there you know i can you know maybe it's enjoyable to support a team again you know like i'm not that you know it's it's weird like it's just yeah so i'm 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 speaking out about it openly and expressing <laughs> my yeah i do feel like with the hounds especially like we have not won a playoffs like we're in the playoffs so regardless of the rest of the season regardless of you know we're it's a blessing that we're there even or we shouldn't even be there whatever it's every time we're in the playoff it's like i am going to be stressed because i want this i want this to finally happen and like i don't care how it happens at this point i just want this to happen uh i feel like that pressure is just so on everyone's heads and like lilies and the players and like Tuffy, like everyone's just like, we need to do something here. We don't have a trophy. We've been around the longest in this league pretty much uh, at this point. Uh, other than, yeah, other than uh, Charleston, right? Battery, yeah. Yeah, other than like we've been around, uh, around the longest. So it's like, this is that last thing we need just to happen. And then we can be like, okay, cool. We, we did it. So. I think to both of your points, that's part of the reason why I think I'm going to be calm about this is that if we were Louisville, if we had a home game, I think I would be more of a nervous wreck because the expectation is that we should win. And I feel like for whatever reason, us being in the fifth spot, I'm like, we're not the higher ranked team. We're not supposed to win. And in all honesty, after the past month, I don't have high hopes of us winning the playoffs this year. Now with each passing game, that tension level is going to get cranked up a little bit higher and higher because it's going to be going, Oh crap, we could actually do this, but they kind of have to show me on the field that they can actually do this. So yeah, that feels rather negative. I don't want to end on that note. Somebody say something positive. <laughs> that was great. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> no, it was. you saying it's great. It does not make that positive. Confirms it was good. not great. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> it's the playoffs anything can happen and this is like the time so like i don't know i I feel like this would be the most houndsy way to win the playoffs would be in a season where everyone's like and they're not gonna win and then it's like oh crap we're in the final like that (laughs) that that feels like the hounds way right there no i mean like i you know i think this has been like i don't know a a couple moments throughout the season like i I just keep thinking of you know the phrase like reversion to the mean because i I, there have been points in the season every episode (laughs) do i really no you don't i I just but but i there there are points where you know i just i you know we're playing worse than we are and the last you know before this game against oakland um you know, we're we're not as bad of a team as our results would have suggested, and so that's why I was always Mike. You, I remember you mentioned. Um, I think we had what there. There was like maybe three games left, including the first playoff game of the season, and you were like, "Are, are the Hounds going to win?" Anyone? I was like, "Yeah," like because like just in my head, like we weren't that bad. Like we like we we were due a win, and so you know, I, I think this could have been. We, you know, maybe we turned a corner in, o- in Oakland and yeah, everything is just up from here. So it's, it's definitely a possibility like Josh is saying. There's our positive. That's how we end this. 
Well, thank you everybody for listening all season long. We obviously we're going to keep going regardless of what happens. Hopefully we're back here next week talking about a win and talking about playing Louisville um, or Tampa, or we'll know come the end of the day, Saturday, who we'd be playing should we win. So uh, lots to look forward to lots to talk about one way or another lot. Um, yeah. So we gave you guys our score predictions. Let us know what your score predictions are on Twitter. Uh, we've got lots of tweets that we'll be putting out with. I clearly was off the whole weekend because I've just been so busy with four days crap. Um, now that's over. We'll try to do a lot of polls, a lot of fun stuff leading up all this week. Justin is in England sending us pictures um, from uh, Brighton matches. So he will not have his pregame preview show this week. But assuming the pounds make it past Birmingham, then uh, we might be able to get one after that. So stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, otherwise, we appreciate the support. Um, weekly reminder that Black Lives Matter. We are proudly part of the Beautiful Game Network, which is home to more than 100 volunteer writers and podcasters covering local soccer. Help us all keep doing what we're doing. Head to bgn.fm and click the donate button. Help us cover our costs. Costs? Costs? That's not a What am I? Gollum? Welcome Expenses? Back, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for your support. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later. Thank you.